Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We've established an audio medium where people are scared to talk. Let's all give Nick Saban three fingers. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Sergey Bobamka. Ground beef. Mark Hockman. That's my top category on you porn. McRib dunking. So was Argentina close to Germany? <laughs> Meow. Channing Crowder. I set my house on fire at eight years old. That's why I got the butt foot. I know how to barbecue. I like my coals hot. You set yourself up as an idiot, you can be an idiot. Alejandro Solana. Hawk, when you mispronounce something... That is better than sex for me. Sports. If I say a duck and pull a truck, uh huh, hook them up. To what? To the truck. Shout out to Stringsheet. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands up in the air if you're a true player. More sports. Man, you 40 years old, Jimmy. Put your meat on the table. Let them know. Where mama at? Boston, we're coming for that ass. The most sports. Who's bigger, Taylor Swift or Pusha T? The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Eat Kings tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eat our one-point favorites. I'll take American Heritage with points against the Heat right now. Just went up to two. I'll keep waiting. I'll, I'll take Sacramento with as many points as they want to give me. I'm betting Sacramento tonight. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to keep betting against the Heat. I'm telling you right now, I'm betting against the Heat tonight. I'll take American Heritage with points against <laughs> the Heat right now. He's trying to bait me. He's trying to bait me into forgetting today's the first day of February. <laughs> he you made see? a whole montage. You see, yeah. he tried to do something that would get under my skin going, wait a second, you made a montage after they lost seven in a row and they beat one. He's trying to bait me and it ain't gonna, ain't gonna work, Jack. No, Jack, February. The Heat are 1-0 in their last <laughs> one game, baby. Mark it down. Mark it down. January 30th, the film session that'll live in infamy in Miami Heat history. In the annals. Not working on me. Not on February 1st. No, sir. In the annals. Takes a retirement. Takes something more than two up being comeback player of the year. 
Takes more than that to make me forget about February. <laughs> Come on, Chris Greer. Hire the damn I'll, defensive coordinator already. Right I'll now. tell you what. Uh, yeah, that's what they need. <laughs> I'll tell you what I learned last night watching the Heat game is De'Aaron Fox stinks. <laughs> that guy stinks. Come on now, Hawk. We weren't wrong on our bet. De'Aaron Fox, I mean, he looked like uh, I, that guy stinks. Pass it sometimes, D. <laughs> so there's four other guys on the court d that guy stinks no it was good that you know i said it during this seven game losing streak just get a win if yeah. you get one win everything just kind of gets washed away now i don't know who do they have next washington They're on the road tomorrow yeah on the road tomorrow and then three straight at home they get washington tomorrow oh, well we don't lose it. to washington we or we else it's gonna, be, yeah. it's gonna be uh it's going to be right back into it. It's going to, like it, I, I would say, like you can just win one game, everything gets washed away. Nah, I take that back. You go lose at Washington tomorrow night, everything like nothing's going to be forgotten from the seven game losing streak. No, especially one in seven. You look at their schedule after Washington because they get the Clippers at home. Clippers kick their ass in L.A. They get the Magic, who just kicked their ass two weeks ago. They get Wemby and the Spurs. At home, then they get Celtics at the Bucks at the Sixers back to back before the All Star break. Ooh. It's a tough schedule leading into February fifteenth. That All Star break. February what? Go to hell! Oh, we're really gonna do this today? <laughs> really? Like yes, yeah, because we got robbed of it last year. I, how many people text in? I, I am curious. Because I, I don't know how much I need to set it up or not. How many people are not familiar with Solana and February? Or how many people are? Just text 305-567-0560 is the text line. Just text, you know, yes, I'm familiar or no, I'm not familiar. I'm curious if people, now obviously the hardcore listeners, we know they look forward to February 1st. But I don't know if the passive listeners even know that this is a big deal in the show's history. And I don't know if they know how badly we got robbed last year when it was, was it this day that Tom Brady announced his retirement officially? It might've been yesterday, like January 31st, whatever it was like yeah. even the entire month, there was stuff going on and we never really, and, and not that I have anything planned other than replaying February at some point during today's show. <laughs> Um, I wonder how many people who listen to this show actually know about February. I love how casually you say February now. I know. I know. <laughs> it feels like that's the right way to say it, right? February? <laughs> text in if you know what February is. I, I, I really, I don't think people want to hear it. Like, I, I think people do. feel like you're just beating a dead horse, truthfully. I think, you know, you're trying to overshadow Black History Month, which really upsets me <laughs> deep down in my core. <laughs> you and Serena Williams. <laughs> How Maria Sharapova gets more sponsorships than her. <laughs> this is my this is my celebration of Black History Month. This is what reminds me every year. Solana, I'm not even taking a side. I swear to goodness, when you're walking through a sporting event, and someone yells, hey, Crowder, February. Like, this resonates. I'm not going to lie, bro. People love this. I still get it, and it resonates, by the way, not resonates. Res I, still, I, 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 st I still get this. Um, 
years later. This has to be what? Six, seven years ago? 2018. Is that when it was? Because it was, yeah, Falero was still our producer. You were filling in. So, yeah, six years ago then. It was Dwayne Wade's final season with the mm, Heat. Remember? Right. This didn't happen on February 1st. You just happened to mention February. Yeah. February. I'm excited to hear it. We will celebrate that today. Uh, Will Manso is going to join us today. We can talk a little heat with him. He's into the whole uh, Scarface thing. And, uh, you know, he grew up in West Palm, but he's a Miami guy. You think he's watching Griselda? Because I want to ask someone other than Solana about this show. I'm through three episodes now. I couldn't stand watching this De'Aaron Fox last night. I had to watch an episode of Griselda. And, but uh, why, you, you don't want to talk to me about it because you don't think it's as good as I made it out to be? You make it sound like it, as if it's on par with Scarface or Cocaine Cowboys, well, and it's I, just not. I, I I don't believe it's better than any of the Cocaine Cowboys uh, documentaries or even the most recent one, Cocaine Cowboys Reloaded, where they follow the Falcone brothers. I like that more, but that's that's more of a docu-series yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to this, which is – like she's it's a live action series right she's pretending to play a character yeah it's a drama it's a drama right um i i do think it's on par with scarface hot take here wow i love scarface by the way like i've genuinely seen it a million times scarface you watch it today you watch it today doesn't hold up because no, it it does hold up it's campy it's campy it's not it, it it's not like, it doesn't hit you the way that it did maybe in the 80s where right. it was high drama. It's a little campier now when you watch it, but it still holds up. And Griselda is good. Like, I'm looking forward to to finishing it, but it's not the way people have talked about it to me. I'm just a little bit confused. Can, can I can I approach it from the angle of I'm, I've been dating a Colombian. I grew up my entire life around Colombians. And, like, my girlfriend's family talks the way that Sofia Vergara talks. I, mm. I played on a soccer team growing up my entire life in the heart of, like, Little Columbia and Kendall, where everybody yeah. talked that it way. Hits. It speaks to so, you. That's, it does. That's it me does. with Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's not just cute to me. It's everything that I've grown up around. Yeah. Sitting and kibitzing at the deli and talking about the little intricacies of life and you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I get, I get that. That makes sense. Like I, the person who raised me, uh, you remember, like, the lady that passed away a couple years ago, she was Colombian from Barranquilla. And, like, so, to me, it's it's like a part of home. I don't know. Watching Sofia Vergara and all these people talk the way that they I do. love her accent. Love her yeah. accent. Have but you I, watched it, Crowder? I thought it was great, though. The story itself was good. Yeah, I got a lot of jobs, fellas. I get rest when I got time. Well, you got you to gotta watch this, Griselda. It's the number one show on Netflix. So it's, it's extremely popular. And I'm not saying it's not good. I've just been a little taken aback when I watch some of it where I'm going, huh, like why is this not hitting me as so good the way other you. people are talking what, about? What, what's the show with the stone-faced, the stone-faced Hispanic man and like they have memes of him sitting on a park bench? Pablo Escobar. The Pablo Escobar thing. Is it yeah. better than that? Because I tried to watch that, and that was boring what, as hell. Was that Narcos? Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. Narcos. I never watched that. Like, was it better than Narcos? Because Narcos was boring as hell to me. I didn't like the guy that they chose to play, Pablo Escobar Narcos. I, I thought it, it was, like, so disingenuous, the way that he played it, and he just – he was, like, creeper vibes more than 
you know, yeah. mob boss vibes. The greatest mob boss perhaps ever. And I don't want to be I, – I think I'm the guy I'm saying I don't want to be, but like yesterday we talked about Game of Thrones and all it was was incest, murder, and dragons. Oh. And it just happened over and over again. Like when I watch a drug movie, people are going to get killed because they – went behind the back of the drug lord. The drug lord's going to get mad at people. He's going to send his goons to kill him, and then there's going to be a bunch of drugs delivered. Like, my, like this, I need more storyline than right, that. But that, that, I think, is the interesting part of Griselda, is A, it's a true story, and B, it's a woman in the drug business. Like, this is a Miami story, and uh, she's real. And watching Sofia Vergara play her, like, it's good and it's interesting. If it was just a traditional, you know, drug kingpin miniseries, I wouldn't be watching it. I'm watching it specifically because it's Griselda, and I love the the history of, you know, 80s Miami and and all that hoo-ha. But that's what makes it different than any other drug story is that she was so different. No one had ever seen a woman do what she did in the cocaine industry, you know? Yeah. And she had to be a double badass. What year because what's that? What year? The so, 80s. Well, it's that. So that, big, she might know Big Randy. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. Hey, Griselda. Hey, Griselda, come in for a second. Also, Hawk, wh- one of my, <laughs> my biggest gripes with the show, other than Griselda, the- you, like, you like guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> See, Griselda, I ain't got much money right now, but I have some delicious guacamole. <laughs> so. <laughs> The Haas avocado, avocados, the big ones. Avocado, yeah. <laughs> Hawk, one just, of my my biggest gripes with the show is that they it's it's seven episodes, so like or six episodes. I mean, this played out over like twenty plus years, right? And yeah. you know, they go from nineteen seventy eight to the next episode. It's like nineteen eighty four, and you're like, wait, what happened in between here? How did you get from this point to this point? But the accuracy, she's driving in the second episode. There's a Birdine's bag. That oh, I, I said to, to my wife last night we were watching because the Birdine's bag jumped out at me. I'm like, oh, look at that Birdine's. There was something else. The, the that Dayland Mall, the Dayland Mall massacre, uh, which is yeah. later on. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but the way they set up the stores to look exactly like the parking lot where it took place was badass too. Yeah, I I love that. I love you know the smoking everywhere around oh my your God. kids. Everywhere. I mean, just it was nonstop. The ashtrays, ashtrays were just everywhere. You know, like it's, it's a pretty true portrayal of the 80s. Uh, anyway, we'll, I don't want to get too uh, sidetracked here. It's good. I'm just curious why it, people are raving about in the way they are. A couple of texts regarding February. <laughs> we want to hear the story. Solana is wrong. We want to know. That's an outlier, I believe. Don't know the Feb- February. Don't know the February story. Please tell us. Not familiar. Know it well. Very familiar. Been listening since it happened live. <laughs> Solana and February is one of the best ever on the show. Hmm. February is probably the funniest things, probably one of the funniest things he's ever said. By the way, I've got to be the youngest person listening to this show at 22. Yeah, what are you doing listening to this show? How do you find AM radio? <laughs> Daddy. 
Yes, I want to hear it. It never gets old. Yes, February. We want to hear it again. Better than the chocolate cake and calling home from camp stories. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Been listening for four years. I look forward to this every bleeping year. What a reputation I put together for myself, huh? <laughs> I'm familiar and can't wait. Yes, I am aware of February. Yes, familiar with February and fiberglassed. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed March. <laughs> All right, here's a quick look at the headlines. Will Manso's going to join us. We're going to play February, and uh, we'll keep on uh, doing the hoo ha. All right, these uh, headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Heat do beat the Kings. They end their seven-game losing streak. The locker room uh, was just a pleasant place yesterday after the game. Jimmy Butler's kicked back, talking to the media. Crazy what one win will do, as you guys uh, had been saying. One win. Where are you, Crowder, by the way? It looks like a uh, luxurious hotel room. Man, I'm in Orlando at this place called the Evermore resort mm. it's where the pro bowl players are staying and all this place is amazing mm. they have like a 170 million gallon pool or something i'll take a picture and show y'all this is this is i shouldn't be here i feel out of place <laughs> did you fly did you drive i flew to orlando which is ridiculous did? love it oh my goodness love it listen it was like throwing a rock over a pond. We took off and landed. It was the craziest thing in the world. It took like 30 minutes. Why'd you fly? Why didn't you just drive? It's on somebody else's dime. But still, even if someone was paying for it, I think I'd rather drive. Why? Because then you still got to go to the airport. You got to park at the airport. You got to get to your gate. You got you know, it's like a whole thing. What, what airport are you going to? It takes me five minutes to get to the gate. Yeah. Uh, pain in the ass. You, don't, you see, I got clear. I got TSA pre-check. I walk through. I run through like O.J. Simpson used to run through the airport. <laughs> Three hours to drive to Orlando, right? Yeah. You spent at least two and no, a half hours. I got to the airport today. at. Got to the airport at seven ten. But you left your house at six thirty then. No, I left okay, but. See, look, you're trying to build your narrative. I know, I left, because I know it doesn't make any sense at, to fly to left Orlando. My house at 6.45, got to the airport at 7.10, plane boarded at 7.40, got in the air at 8, landed before 9, got in the, got in the Uber at 9.20. Got to the hotel by 10. Oh, so it actually took you longer. You left your house at 6.45, yes. and you got to the hotel about 10. Took you yeah. longer. But I didn't have to sit and drive and change change lanes and worry about traffic yeah. and gas up and and go to Earl of Sandwich on the side of the turnpike. I saved time. Maybe the reason you can't watch Griselda, it's not that you have all these jobs. You just don't know how to appropriate your time properly throughout a day. Big Randy hit Griselda. <laughs> <laughs> what episode did a big dolphin player knock down Griselda? <laughs> I'm going to watch that episode. <laughs> so Inter Miami's playing Al Nasser right now. This was supposed to be the Messi Cristiano Ronaldo 
final match of all time. The two greatest soccer players of this generation going head-to-head for the final time. Neither of them started. Neither of them are playing in this game. Really? Messi's not playing either? He uh, He's on the bench. I haven't even checked. I'm not watching the game right now since the game started. Mm-hmm. They're down 3-0. Um, but he had an MRI, and uh, he's not expected to play. Inter-Miami during this preseason campaign. Eh, it doesn't matter. They stink. What channel does it matter? It's on uh, Apple TV. Does this matter? Like, NFL preseason games don't matter. Like, to soccer, does this matter, Solana? I know nothing about it. Not at all. People overreact to it because that's what fans do, but not at all. Okay. Yeah. They're they're not playing MLS teams. They played one MLS team. Um, I mean, their defense sucks. It really does. So, uh, they're going to struggle this year if Messi, Suarez, Busquets, and uh, and their, their attacking style of play doesn't pull through, but it should. They'll be all right. Well, what happened? What what about happened to Coriander in the in in net? Yeah, Drake Callender, the Coriander. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Nah, I, I, he's still there, but a little overrated, to be honest. AFC Bournemouth, two thirty today. It's about yes, ten sir. minutes from now. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Canes women's basketball. They play at Wake Forest today, six p.m. Tua and Tyreek both awarded NFL awards today. Tua wins Comeback Player of the Year award for Sporting News, and Tyreek, in Sporting News as well, wins Offensive Player of the Year. Very good. That's big time. Dolphins continue their D.C. search per Tom Pelissero. They're interviewing Don Shula's grandson, Chris Chris Shula. Chris Shula, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Shula. How cool would that be? Mm, Never heard of him. Have y'all? He's been an NFL coach for seven years. Yep. But have you heard of him before now? I don't know. The name sounds familiar to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against him. I bet Steve Belichick is out there. You you interested? No, he hasn't. No, I don't like the Belichicks. I like the Shulas. Speaking of Bill Belichick, gentlemen, all the head coaching vacancies have been filled. And Bill Belichick has not been hired crazy year off he'll coach again next year mm-hmm. yeah he might coach this season this coming season you you said that before but is there a precedent set on them hiring a head coach because they always they always promote somebody internally i so think like, dallas would be the one i think but, that if things go south real quick for dallas and jerry jones realizes he's losing the fan base because you know again not they lose the fan base i always find the whole thing of like Oh, the Super Bowl so lucky they have Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, like, oh, okay, the ratings will go from number one to number one. Like, you know, so it's not like you're going to lose the Cowboys fan base. Like, that fan base is unlosable. But I do think that if it went south real quick in Dallas, Jerry Jones is not going to say, oh, I'll just have a coordinator be the uh, interim coach. I'll do something Jerry Jones-ish. I think he's perfectly suited to come in like a conquering hero in Dallas. I just, I can't think, I understand, but I can't think of another president. Just like Milwaukee with Doc Rivers, what they did. Have they not won since Doc Rivers took over? Did I see that? 0-2 yesterday, Dame back in Portland for the first time, and they lost by three. I I can't, (laughs) guy stinks. I can't think, I can't think of another president where an NFL team hired a head coach mid-season. NBA, we just did it with Doc, but 
I don't right. think NFL teams do that. We did Not it with normally. the Dolphins. Dan, because normally Dan Campbell the, the, and Todd Bowles, those interim head coaches. Because normally it's over. The season's over. I'm saying the Cowboys start 0-3, and, and they still are, you know, a talent-rich team. And you're not out of it at 0-3, but you need a change desperately. I could see where he goes to Belichick in that situation. And Belichick might be one of the only names that could change the precedent on something. Correct. Yeah. Enjoy Cancun, Bill. <laughs> He's not going to Cancun. He's in Foxborough playing with that little ugly dog, Nike. He's up in the villages. <laughs> Running the streets. Yeah. Golf cart. <laughs> you saw that loofah thing uh, with the golf carts in the villages? What's that? Yeah, that's the like the, uh, the symbol. Yeah, depending on what loofah you hang from your golf cart. You could be a swinger. You could be into right. stuff, other stuff, normal stuff, other stuff, upside down stuff. I mean, just depending on the color of the loof. Throwing it down at the villages. Yeah. My loof was big and black. <laughs> you like that, Jimmy? I see you put your <laughs> head in your hands. What's your loofah like, Jimmy? A little Twizzler. I like in that situation where Jimmy gets further away from the microphone. <laughs> just <laughs> the only other big headline today, actually massive. We just don't really cover F one. Lewis Hamilton is leaving Mercedes for Ferrari at the end of the twenty twenty four season. Season seven time world champion. And uh, pretty big news in the racing mm. world. And he's changing the name to Steven? Okay. <laughs> it was Stevens. Okay. Seasoning A. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com, free consultations 24-7, 866-954-MORE. Another gorgeous afternoon in South Florida. That's your weather. All right, Will Manso is going to join us next. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Baby, baby. Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Will Manto is on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Will Manso, sports director at Local 10, heat host on Bally Sports Sun. So, Will, I'm going to jump right into it because we have a lot of ground to cover here. The Heat get a dub last night, and Crowder and I had been saying, you know, like, all you need is one win because that'll make everybody forget about the losing streak and all that hoo-ha. But I think the question becomes, did the Heat have postseason lightning in a bottle last season Or is that their formula? Is the formula muddle through the regular season because they're a completely different team in the postseason? Or are you more concerned saying, "Eh, I don't know if that could really be a winning formula? I think it's in the middle. I think it's part of the formula. But I think the formula they realized after last season and the grind it took is that you don't need to be in the play-in tournament. Like, you just can't. So that's why when you hear guys talk about the sixth seed and being in position, that's all that really matters. This team knows it's going to have to go through the Milwaukee's and the Boston's and Phillies and some of the other teams in the East and the Knicks. But they don't care the order it happens. But you don't want to be in last year's situation where you're fighting for your life just to make the playoffs. No, that's not the formula. And I think they realized when they started slipping during this streak, like, holy crap, we're the seventh seed now. We could fall even further. We're going to be in the situation we were in last year. And guess what? That's not going to happen again. You're not going to be a play-in team that makes it to the finals. That's why you never see runs like that. They're so rare. So they do not want to be in that position. And Will, like last night, Jimmy dropped 31. We saw dominance there. Uh, Solana gave me a stat I didn't know where I think Jimmy was giving up 50% on players he defended before last night. I don't know what numbers are now. But like, is it like playoff Jimmy is a thing? Why does Jimmy feel about that narrative? And is it true where like Jimmy Jimmy's going to coast through the regular season, like you're saying, get in the playoffs, probably not the play in, but try to get a fifth or sixth seed and then take mm-hmm. off? Like, how does Jimmy feel about that narrative? He doesn't say it in that way, and he would never use the word coast, even though I know we all use it, because he doesn't really coast, but it feels like he coasts. But when you look at his efficiency numbers and the way he plays, I mean, he's still an elite player. I think what Jimmy realizes, though, is that he's been through enough of these grinds, and especially last year, but in this four-year stretch with the pandemic in the middle of the bubble, Jimmy knows his body better than anyone. And he, he's 34. Look, that, he's still got plenty of thread left on the tires, and he's still got room to go to, to be an elite player. But he knows that if you break down in the season, you're worthless in the playoffs. And we see it. Look what's going on in Philly. Embiid, try to keep him in one piece. You can win all the MVPs you want, but if you're not upright in the postseason, it doesn't matter. So I think Jimmy's narrative is there is a playoff Jimmy and there's a regular season Jimmy. The playoff Jimmy has no stops. I mean, it's just full throttle. The regular season Jimmy, you have to pick and choose because if not, you're not going to be playoff Jimmy come the playoffs when it's needed. Will, big storyline going into last night. Tyler Hero, Terry Rozier, the backcourt. Obviously, Hero's approach kind of under question. Said he was playing more catch and shoot from the perimeter. Last night only takes nine shots. Rozier doesn't even score really last night. But they did it other ways in the assist category. Um, Did you like that approach last night from the Heat, really trying to move the ball around and and having those two kind of take take upon that role of playmakers rather than just scorers? I think, you know, you look at two different guys. You have Rozier who comes in and has admittedly said, I don't want to step on toes. You know, he's a great team player, and he's got the heat culture, that DNA in him. He's said all the right things. He doesn't want to come in just chucking shots, though we know 
he could be a scorer. I mean, he was averaging 22 a game in Charlotte, obviously a different circumstance. I think with Kyler, it's different. I think Kyler was in the position of, hey, look, I'm a starter. I'm a key cog in this machine. Jimmy is in that mode. You know, we just talked about with Channing about he's not going to give it that all playoff type effort every night. I think Kyler was putting it on himself that he had to take 18, 20 shots a night. I think part of the film session a couple of days ago was recognizing, look, look what's there. Like, yeah, that shot might be open, but look at the pass you can make and find a guy down low that's open for a layup. And look who's crashing the boards. Look who's moving this way. Things about that and that movement that make the offense as a whole better. And I thought last night was a perfect example. Tyler took, what did you say, nine shots. He had eight assists. Rozier had ten assists on a night where he only hit one shot. That's not going to be the norm. But I think what those guys have to realize, but I, more in particular, Tyler, is you have to pick and choose your spots. We don't need one type of Tyler, the heater telling them. We don't need the 20-shot Tyler Knightley. There are nights we'll need it, but that doesn't have to be the norm. And last night was a perfect example. What did you make of Kendrick Perkins saying earlier this week that the Heat should uh, just kind of move on from Jimmy Butler, do right by him, put him on a contender? I mean, first of all, what more of a contender do you have than a team that's been three of the last four Eastern Conference finals and two NBA finals? So I'm not even sure what you could say. Moving to Boston? I mean, where else, I mean, where else is there that, that excellence of the last four years in the East? It's Boston and Miami. That's it. In the West, you have a little bit of everything. Now Denver seems to be the team, other young teams. So, yeah, you, I don't know what that formula means. I do know this, guys. I, every time someone asks me about Jimmy and the future and what's going to happen, I go right to the, to the main voice, and that's Pat Riley. Pat said in the offseason in the State of the Heat address, look, Sometimes you have to give a core a chance, and sometimes the core kind of runs its course. We feel we need to give this core, led by Jimmy, another chance. Like, this is their chance. So a seven-game losing streak, some ups and downs in a season, some you know film sessions where they got to air out stuff. I mean, are you kidding me? In a franchise where uncomfortable is comfortable, that's what it's about. How many times have we heard Spose say, I love uncomfortable moments? These are moments they thrive in. So it's a silly narrative. It's a silly idea. There will be a time in the future they need to address Jimmy's future, whether they give him that max extension, whether he's here for the long term to finish his career. Now is not that time. They're focused on getting Jimmy a championship with this team this year. And, and the, the, the move was, I don't want to say big move. I don't know if it's big. Let me know if you think different, different there, Will. But the Terry Rozier addition, it, is, is it a shakeup? How long did it take to figure it out? You know, what mm-hmm. the rotation, how much has he changed the rotation? Like, are we seeing the final results from the Terry Rozier addition, and when will we? I think you're starting to. I think the one thing that's clear is, like, look, Kyle loved to push it and throw it down the court. He had those football-like passes, those outlet passes. But Rozier's on one speed, and Spo referenced it a couple days ago. Like, we, we have to catch up to him. We have to get used to that one speed. He is flying down the court, and I think that's going to only make the Heat offense better, more efficient, more movement, more passing, you know, that extra step to, to, to make the offense really flow. I think you're starting to see it. And last night, again, with the 10 assist, a perfect example. I think the secondary part, though, Channing, and I think this is the bigger issue that I think fans don't want to believe sometimes is that Kyle Lowry was like the locker room. He was respecting the locker room. I know that he was an easy target for fans. I get it. The big contract, he never was Toronto Kyle Lowry. I, you know, we never saw that version of him, at least not consistently. So he was the easy scapegoat. But guys in that locker room miss him. The presence, the value of a veteran, they had a guy to turn to that's now gone. And that void is something that they need to fill from within internally. I think part of that film session meeting was part of that. And I think Rozier's role is the secondary part where he's going to play a different style than Kyle was playing. Hey, Will, are you going to enjoy your Papa John's tonight? Oh, my God. Can I tell you these kids have been driving me crazy 
and my eight-year-old's the worst. Yesterday, she said to me, Dad, can I get Papa John? I said, baby, the Heat didn't play yesterday, but they've lost you know, two weeks in a row. So I put her to bed last night, and it was the third quarter of the Heat game, and she says, in the morning, let me know if the Heat win and we can get Papa John's. I said, I will, baby. So this morning when I woke her up, I said, guess what? Papa John's after school. Papa John's. Papa John's for the Vansos. The kids are happy. But one of the worst mistakes I ever made, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, a, a few months ago, I ordered Papa John's a night after a Heat win, and I forgot to put in the promo code, and I hit enter on my Apple Pay, oh. and I paid it. It was too late. I didn't flip that terrible. night. I'm like, I can't believe that's... I played full price for this when I could have had <laughs> promo code Heat win. So it's that's rough. not happening today. With the, with the Panthers off all week, if the Heat, like, there, there's no Huey Magoos because they're not playing. And, the, yeah, I mean, Aranda's uh, turning into a waif. He's got he's got no food coming in. He needs he needs dollars. I need it. I need my Papa John's tonight. Um, let me ask you uh, on a, a completely different topic. I remember during COVID, you did not enjoy the Tiger King. I thought that that was like the the most spectacular series. It it just you know captivated me. Um, Griselda seems to be a very popular show on Netflix. It doesn't seem to be. It's the number one show. And I know yeah. you're, you like Scarface. You grew up in West Palm. You're a Miami guy. You're a Cuban guy. And Griselda touches a lot of these buttons. Are you watching it? I'm glad you mentioned that. First of all, Tiger King, I think I caught after the – I caught it on the downside where everybody had already seen it and hyped it. So I, I think I almost was overhyped by the time I watched it, right? So mm. that's why I think I didn't like it as much as others. But Griselda, so I do like those kind of, you know, I love Narcos, you know, the Narcos show that was on Netflix. I, any kind of thing like that is interesting to me. I watched two episodes of Griselda and gave up on it. I did not like it. Thank I did you. not like wow. it. Wow. This is, okay. yeah. I said to Solana, I want to talk to Will about this because Solana hyped it up. And then uh, several people I've talked to have talked about Griselda, how great it is. So my wife and I, we watched two episodes and I came back and I said, I'm not understanding why it's so good. And then we watched a third mm -hmm. episode last night because uh, in all transparency, Will, I bet Sacramento and this De'Aaron Fox stinks. So I had to turn it off. Oh, um, <laughs> but, so we watched a third episode. I think it's fine. But like Solana yeah. is just like mesmerized by Griselda. No. And I think it's a little bit, I, I it just like, Solana says it's as good as Scarface, and I, I want to strangle him. Going over the bridge, you got me? Yeah. I want to make sure you can so, hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judge, like, here's, here's my issue with it. Fred and stuff about Griselda, and if you've seen Billy Corbin's work and Cocaine Cowboys and those things, I've, I've heard enough and read enough of her story. She's an awful human being. She was an awful, and it's okay. There are awful human beings in this world that get documented after the fact that you learn how terrible they were. This whole, she was a mom looking out for her kids, and she just needed some drug money and a billion-dollar empire. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sweet person. On and on top of that, Sophia Vergara is one of the most beautiful women in the world. I don't care how many prosthetics you put on her. She still looks hot. So I can't, I can't get into that part either. So. Yeah, she did. Right, so so I, you, but you gave, you gave up on it. You tried. I did. I watched two. I'm not watching anymore. No, I, I watched the second one wow. after that. I'm like, yeah, because I usually watch my shows at midnight when I get home from the station. And to stay up till 1.30, 2 a.m. committed to a show, it better be good. And I have not enjoyed it. But, Will, I mean, you're you're I'm confused because you're saying you don't like that they glorify her. I'm with you, by the way. Like these were terrorists. These were criminals. But I mean, that's every like that's to me that 
that's the point of these shows where they they humanize these like terrible people. Tony and you're, Soprano, you're, you're conflicted, right? Like that was the whole thing with Tony Soprano, where you're for some reason you're rooting for the bad people, and to me that was well. Part this of is Griselda. a real. The problem is Tony Soprano is not a real person. Where where this mm. is a real person where you have a background of, and like you're right. I mean there is a there is a, a way that you're fascinated by their awfulness. But I, there's a difference between showing a tender side and then making you want to try to feel bad for them or feel caring for them. Like, this is not a person that you want to feel caring about. And you know this entering a show, right? You watch a documentary show, you know you're – uh, during the pandemic, there was always these shows about killers and terrible people. And you see these documentaries. But this one just like, I don't want to feel good about her. I don't want to feel like, oh, poor lady. She went through a lot, you know, and she was just trying to support her family. We'll work at Denny's then. I mean, you don't have to have, like that, that part of me doesn't, it doesn't like pull at my heartstrings. So that part I didn't enjoy. I just, it's been too, how about this? It was too much of the show through two episodes to care. Interesting. Ah, that, that's a, it's a Makes very sense. good take by Will. We, we're trying to figure out. We think Crowder's dad may have dated Griselda yeah. in the 80s. In <laughs> Big Miami. Randy, uh, Will, Big Randy knocked down Griselda. <laughs> uh, now that now see I'd watch I'd watch a documentary an episode just on that you know the lovers of Griselda and have like standing like in a spot shadow like shadowy figure like oh my dad you know my dad hey, baby, so uh, so you can't pay your rent huh well I can help you out a little bit if you need some help <laughs> now that now that I'm watching on Netflix yeah I would watch any Randy any Randy documentaries I would oh hell yeah I'm in I'm in. Did you see? Yeah. Hey, Will. Did you see Billy Idol's coming to Sunfest? I did. I want to go. I've seen him twice. I, I I get a. I'm on a Billy Idol newsletter. I'm not ashamed to admit. And I saw he's coming. I just don't know if I can go that day, but I'm going to try. When I was a kid, I used why to love that, to go to Sunfest. Why, why did you react to Will saying he's on a Billy Idol newsletter that way, Solana? Because anytime somebody says I'm not ashamed to say it, I feel like they are a little ashamed to say it. They just want to make a point. Billy of it. Idol's one of the greatest rockers of our time. When I say our time, the he's, '80s and the '90s, and still good, and he's still really yes. good. Like his shows were entertaining. Without taking off his shirt, but other than that, it was great. Yeah, I want to see him. I'm going up to Sunfest to see him. All right, Will Manso, Local 10, Valley Sports Sun. Let's make it two in a row tomorrow, Will. I would love that. We'll be in studio with Amy. Meanwhile, hey, uh, enjoy the Serie Caribe. I'm headed to Lone Depot Park for some baseball now, so check it out. Yeah, you're uh, you're doing a little international baseball. Crowder's up in Orlando. He's got the NFL Pro Bowl going on. I mean, there's uh, – and I'm going to be watching the episode four of Griselda tonight. I mean, we're <laughs> no, very stop it. No, you you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be losing a terrible parlay. <laughs> that is true. That I, is true. I, I know it. I know your evening already. All right, guys. This De'Aaron Fox. I mean, the guy couldn't hit the side of a barn last night. Stinks. Guy stinks. All right. See you, Will. Thanks, guys. There you go, Will Manso. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Hawkman and Crowder. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. January, February. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.